Hello, welcome to This Is Everything, episode number one with guest Jarrett Haas. My name is Daniel Cura, and I just wanted to give you guys a quick intro at the top of this episode to kind of let you know uh, what This Is Everything is about and uh, what, what I'm going to be doing with it. So this podcast is going to be part of the State Lines Network, um, and you can find that at state-lines.com. And State Lines was actually started by my guest, Jared Haas, and uh, a friend of mine, and a couple other friends. And what it was, and what it is, is a website where we kind of contribute. We would write articles, um, whether it be just pop culture, entertainment, sports, or whatever we're interested in writing about. And uh, we did that for a couple years, and we actually retooled what we're doing with State Lines, and we're focusing a little bit more on these podcasts. So this is mine. Uh, it's called This Is Everything. And uh, I'm excited to uh, to finally get it going and uh, to send it out to you guys. So um, this podcast in general, um, I'll give you a little bit of info about that going forward. It really is going to be a little bit of everything, and that's why I chose um, the oh-so-clever name that this podcast does have. Um, I had a lot of ideas bouncing around as far as what I wanted um, my podcast to be, and actually to the point where I almost did multiple podcasts, and then I decided that kind of wasn't necessary. It could just kind of be whatever, and I just wanted these to be um, general conversation talks uh, with people I find interesting, whether it be friends, um, whether they be um, quote-unquote guests, and just kind of go from there. So it's going to be just kind of friendly coffee chats, if you will, um, about life. Um, uh, music's a big part of my life, so I'll probably uh, talk a lot about music, um, maybe have some guests on here um, from the music world, um, whether it be uh, nerdy stuff and, and just things like that. So um, I'm excited to see where this goes. I'm excited to uh, have you guys along with me. Um, please uh, subscribe to This Is Everything on uh, iTunes. If you're listening on an Android device, please subscribe and listen that way. If um, you don't have access to any of those, you can always stream it at state-lines.com. And uh, please follow along with us. We're on uh, Twitter. We're on Facebook. Um, and uh, we're all over the place. So it's uh, facebook.com slash statelines. Twitter is at tweetstatelines. Instagram is at Statelines, and um, we're going to have a, uh, a Tumblr soon as well, and that's going to be at Official Statelines. So, um, yeah, um, I'm excited to have this uh, come out to you guys. This episode with Haas um, was a fun one. Um, we kind of talk about Statelines a little bit, and then we go into um, living and growing up in Tampa. Uh, we talk a little bit about Haas um, working at a church and uh, growing up in church, and then we kind of go into fun stuff about Star Wars and TV and music, and we're kind of bouncing around all over the place. So um, it's a good chat. Hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, please follow along. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, yeah, here it is, uh, episode number one of This Is Everything with guest Jared Haas. Go! Welcome to the State Lines Network. So we're here with Mr. Jared Haas. What up? Uh, this is the uh, first episode of This Is Everything, which is a title um, that is, I guess I guess I guess we're cool with it. You said which is a title. Yeah, <laughs> we could have left it at that. Yep. This, you know, this is a title of a podcast with people. But anyway, um, yeah. So number one is with Haas, um, a buddy of mine that I met through mutual friends, and we kind of hooked up in recent years. How much mm. say like? Yeah, four, four and a half, yeah. five years, ten, yeah, yeah infants, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so we we met up through some mutual friends, and um, 
kind of became buddies from there. And Haas is actually one of the two main dudes, along with Adam, that started State Lines, which is where this podcast and whatever the heck it is is going to to be to live. So I figured he'd be a good one to uh, to jump on with and kind of chat about, I guess, State Lines in general, but then just kind of go into our own discussion about wherever wherever that might take us so so uh, no plan yeah yeah no. it, pretty much yeah i told haas um i don't know why i'm talking to the microphone and not to you yeah well you but, kind yeah. of like, you <laughs> kind of have to have yeah it's weird yeah because um, otherwise you have to put the microphone yeah. like right in front of you it would cover your face that might be better right i try that i actually i think about this a lot because i listen to podcasts of people interviewing and i just did one with jonas and for me it was a lot more comfortable not to look at him <laughs> And I feel weird sitting here, belly button to belly button, looking at you. Yeah. Like, I would I would feel better if I wasn't looking at you, but I'm going to try and fight through it. The feeling's you. mutual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't like you too much. You just had the microphone, so I invited you. Yeah. So that's... we should clarify, we're in the middle of um, my living room that my wife, uh, Noelle, who is also a State Lines contributor, um, moved into maybe two months ago. and I... Well, your wife and you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you left that out. It's no, like no, it's just her. She was living here. She, she's here, and I was kind of... In the backyard. I live in the bathroom. It's yeah, like, are you like, but, like the Oscar the Grouch <laughs> in an alley in a trash can? So, yeah, so uh, this this whole mic and computer setup is probably the most legit setup we've ever had in my house, other than the couch that Haas is sitting on. Yeah, so, thanks for giving me the couch, by the way. You're in like a, a seashell-like chair. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's not the best. It's comfortable, but it's awkward. But anyway, so yeah, so do you want to kind of go into what uh, – we're relaunching State Lines. We started this well, week. we've relaunched. Yes. Yeah. So officially, we're actually recording this on the tail end of our relaunch of StateLines.com. Do you want to kind of go into what State Lines is, where it came about? Yeah, yeah so if stuff? you're listening to this and you've never listened to any of our stuff before uh, or never read any of our stuff before, first of all, thank you. <clears throat> Thanks for checking us out, um, and I, I want to apologize in advance that your first taste of us is through Daniel's podcast, because you're probably going to be let down. It's not going to be that good. <laughs> It'll get better. It, it will get better, we promise. Um, it gets better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the idea is um, Adam and I, Adam used to live here and he moved away, and we wanted to come up with a way to hang out still, so we started doing podcasts. And then from there, we're like, these podcasts are pretty cool. We should do articles. And then I was like, yeah, but like I've run a blog before, and I always crap out. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I, I start off strong, and then I it's like going to the gym, which we were talking about earlier. I go a solid <laughs> like two times a month, if that. Uh, so we decided to bring some people along on the journey with us. Uh, so I recruited like I don't know twelve, fifteen people. Um, and when we first started, um, everybody was doing one article a week. It was glorious, like. It was like, pretty good. Yeah, there were like two or three articles a day that would come out. And mind you, you know, we all have jobs, and uh, none of us get paid to do this, so it was just for fun. Uh, and it was great, and we had a really good time. But of course, as as things happen, uh, <clears throat> we petered out and we stopped producing new content. But I always had the itch, and some, yeah. some of the other guys they, they had the itch too. And so what we decided to do is just kind of relaunch it in a different way. And now instead of being so structured, like Daniel, you're every Wednesday, blah, blah, blah. It's just kind of willy-nilly. Whenever yeah. you feel like putting stuff out, you're going to put stuff out. So what I think that means is that we're going to have less content a week. 
but hopefully we'll have prolonged. Yes, yeah. we'll be able to sustain this for a little longer than we were before. Yeah, um, I enjoyed really <laughs> the writing aspect of it, but yeah, I think the, I think mine, my schedule was like every Friday when I was writing, and um, right, they're fun articles, but also it was to the point where. Me personally, when I'm writing, I'm just eh, if I'm not feeling it. And there are some times where I'm like, oh, I gotta think of something. Yeah. So I, I just watch watch random TV and be like, I guess I can write about this show. Yeah. That I kind of watched. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think this would be cool. That you watched while surfing on your phone. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I uh, so Arrested Development is like my favorite show. Mm-hmm. But I realized if it came out today, I probably wouldn't like it as much because I'm never not on my phone. Like. While I'm watching things. Yeah. I, like, if I'm in the movie theater, then, you know, I, if somebody texts me, I might take my phone out to return a text. But other than that, I don't I don't touch my phone. But if I'm at home and I'm watching something that I love, mm-hmm. I'm still like, oh, I want to Wikipedia this and see, you know, yeah. how, how production went. I'll, I'll start movies and then just within – like, I have to fight myself to just, like, stay in the movie and then do this after. But yeah. sometimes 10 minutes in, I'm just – that's just in the background, and I'm on the IMDb page of that movie. Yes. Like, oh, so this scene involved – and the scene's happening on my yeah. screen. Oh, but, yeah. Look at that. Chuck Smith was the first grip. Yeah. He's my favorite first grip. Chuck, classic Chuck. Um, <laughs> I actually brought that up to Noel the other day. We were watching – I think we were because we started marathoning a little bit of Marvel Phase Two before the new Avengers comes out. Yeah, yeah I think we were watching Thor, and I still haven't seen the second Thor. That's the one we were watching, the second one. And then um, just something happened where Noel just did the the classic, "What happened?" And I was like, "They just said it." Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. As soon as you said what happened. <laughs> yeah. Like, or oh, and she said something like, "Every time I look up on the screen, that guy's up there." I'm like, "He's only been there three times, but every time you look up, it's that guy." <laughs> You've looked at the screen three times, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I have that same the same kind of struggle. Yeah, I, I like Arrested Development in particular. You know, it's very layered, mm-hmm. lots of jokes on top of jokes. I wouldn't have liked it nearly as much. I would have not gotten half the jokes, all because you know I'm addicted to technology. Yeah. Well, there's actually depending on the shows. I feel like those shows and like maybe the uh, not by anything, but the quote unquote like smarter shows now where like you have to be really invested where they're just long yeah. movies. I've gotten away from that, but the overall kind of like sitcom shows are made to be able to just listen to in the background. That's and crazy. And you, you, you can go along with it because the demographic is like you're getting home from work and you're either cooking or dealing with kids or whatever, so you can have it on and kind of follow the, the story, but you don't have to actually like sit there and watch it. So it's almost like a radio show. Yeah, on TV. Yeah, it's weird. But uh, Our generation is so screwed up. <laughs> It's just going to get worse. Yeah. We're going to get more and more plugged in. Yeah. I mean, that'd be an interesting uh, experiment. Like, do... I mean, I think we might be in the works of doing, like, kind of a radio show podcast thing. Yeah. Yep. But that'd be an interesting thing. Interesting thing of just using an actual show that is a show, and then nobody in their right mind would ever do this, but just transmit it with, like, a black screen and only audio and just see if it's, the, like, the <laughs> same result. Like, if people get the same... Or same least, takeaway from it. It should at least be like a picture of a hot chick. <laughs> so like if you looked up. Depending on your channel. Right, right. If yeah, you're on, if you're on like Spike, Spike TV. <laughs> Spike yeah. Or if it's Bravo, you know, yeah. it's a suave dude in a tux. So if you happen Nothing to Nothing but up, chain smoking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a camel ad. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, nice. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so 
Yeah, I I've tried like we like I said we just moved in here so we're still without cable. So Tell I'm me trying about to get like on... how would you find the place? Um, luck. Yeah, we did a lot of searching actually in your neighborhood. Um, we talked about Tampa Heights. Whoop, whoop. Um, we actually Noel and I actually live in uh, North Hyde Park, Tampa, which is a pretty cool neighborhood. I, I like it a lot. But we did a lot of searching. We looked in a lot of little suburban neighborhoods. We initially started looking for apartments just because. We we're both coming out of apartments, and it was our natural go-to. What you do? You go to yeah, yeah, but uh, we're pricing around, and I'm like, I don't, we don't want to pay a thousand dollars a month and be on top of each other the entire time. So we actually found this house very luckily after looking at quite a few, and it's good. It's a, a two-bedroom, big yard, mm-hmm. huge Lots kitchen. Of yeah, huge kitchen, kitchen we'll never fully use. Yeah, and about the same price per month. So yeah, and I gotta say, I usually hate it whenever people. Um, enclose the front porch because i'm always like well you know the front porch you know you can sit on it but your front por- porch enclosure very well done it all, it looks like an a-frame almost and it's got the uh lot the tons of windows lots of bright light it uh it could could have been a lot worse <laughs> so that's could, a good that's a positive yeah yeah that's when we I, leave that's gonna be our review it could have been worse <laughs> i said a lot, a lot worse. worse yeah yeah um but actually the first i mean the first month so we moved in a month before we got married, and then we got married, and then we went on our honeymoon, and Noel's sister was staying here, taking care of our dog, and just watching the place. And the first night we were gone, all of our ceiling lights and ceiling fans stopped working. <laughs> and that, oh, that was a pain. But it also took over a month for them to fix it, because this house was built in, I think, 1917, and all the wiring up there in the attic was just like... Literally, the guy went up there and said he touched it. It just fell apart. Oh so he's God. like, it's probably not safe, so we're going to try to get out here as fast as we could, but it took a month. But, wow. But, uh, but yeah, it, it could have been a lot worse. It could have been a lot worse. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think that's going to – we should tag this podcast with it, it could have been, been worse. worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is everything, episode one. It could have been a lot worse. It could have been a lot worse. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, <laughs> I'm excited to do this. I guess we should mention, too, for – State lines in general, this obviously is not it. We're going to have more podcasts. Um, yeah, we've got – Adam and I have one that's uh, that's already done, and it's just waiting to come out. Uh, Jonas has a really cool idea. Um, his is going to be called Social Media Offline. Huh. He is one of the most interesting guys I know. He has very definite viewpoints that are different than most people. And it's not that hmm. he's wrong or right. It's just like, oh, yeah, I never... He's passionate about whatever it is. It's not even... That he's just... I mean, he is, I guess, for himself. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, like, put it on other sure. people. Sure. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, he, he has stopped being on Facebook multiple times because he feels like he spends too much time on it. Okay. Um, yeah. But for him, too much time is, like, you know, an hour a day or something. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, an insane amount of time. Yeah. And it's just a little here and there. Um and uh, yeah, I don't know. He just has really interesting points of view. So his idea is to interview, you know, 10, 15 people, whatever, and talk to them about how they use social media, how they uh, view it, hmm. uh, how they view themselves on social media. And so he recorded the first one and uh, it seems to be a theme that everybody wants to interview me first. So <laughs> I, was, I was on his and uh, it was a lot of fun. So that one's done and should be coming out. Very cool probably shortly before before this one so Sweet. yeah that's always i was actually just thinking about that the other day just car car thoughts but like the whole the whole selfie thing 
Like, I know, I mean, it's whatever. It's a, it's a thing that we're living with. Mm-hmm. But you, how old do you think that word is? That's the thing. It's not – it. I feel like it's a definite reaction to social media because you want to take a picture as your profile picture. Yeah. So I have a feeling that's where it came from before, like, it was even a word. Like, someone – probably even, like, the MySpace days, like, I need – I need a picture of myself. Right. That's what it used to you be know? called. It used to be called a MySpace picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you'd be holding it Exactly. Up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It, it's weird how just something so ingrained that you see just people walking into, like, street street lights <laughs> over is just so new. Dude, so I Googled selfie and went to Wikipedia and... <laughs> a MySpace picture. <laughs> yeah, but how, how does that? How do you be the selfie girl on Wikipedia? <laughs> she probably put it herself. I, yeah, I mean, she was the first one to a typical selfie shot from a high angle, exaggerating <laughs> the size of the eyes and giving the impression of a slender pointed chin. <laughs> a selfie is a self-portrait photograph, typically taken with a handheld digital camera or phone, often shared on social networking. They're usually flattering and made to appear casual. I like the ones where they don't look at the camera, where they're like looking over this way. <laughs> yeah. it's like, and we've all had, I mean, I know I've had some of course. those. Everyone's done that. Of course. As if, as so if you didn't take it. Yeah. All right. History. Let's see. The earliest known photographic self-portrait, 1839. Robert <laughs> Cornelius. The first ever selfie. What a douche. Right? You ruined it. Now where's, come on, just when did selfie, 2014, the groofy Groofy, so like a peep, like a group of people in the selfie. They had to put an an F in there. Yeah. I well, I guess it would be groupy. Yeah. And that already has it. Yeah. yeah. And that's the weird. F for photography. It's groofy. <laughs> so photography. it's an F or a PH. It is an F, but it should be a PH. Yeah, but yeah, and that's the thing too. Like I was also thinking the other day, like I'm not. Whatever, take your pictures, but I, me personally, I would not. I'm just too uncomfortable with myself in public to just be seen from the outside you've always you've seen people do it yeah and it looks so bizarre yeah i i was at um a lightning game uh the second game of the playoffs actually last weekend and we were on the fifth row it was like a really cool spot and i was with the guy um who uh goes to church with me and so we were going to take a picture of ourselves and like oh hey you Mm -hmm. know relevant church representing but I felt so self-conscious. I didn't want to, like, stand up and have him <laughs> yeah. take a picture. Like, I'm leaning in front of people, and he's, like, leaning behind people, trying to get the, me and the rink in. Yeah. And I was just like, no, I don't want to. Yeah. That, that's a uh, – I don't know – I don't want to say insecurity. I mean, I'm not putting this on you. This is all on me. Yeah. But, like – It's insecurity. I, I don't – I don't like very often, like, select circumstances, and depending whom whom around, but I don't like being – kind of in the front of stuff. So if someone's taking a picture of me, like if I've gotten to the point where like, here, can you take my picture? So I just want to, I might universal want to take a picture in front of a dragon. Yeah. But if you suck at taking that picture, I'm not going to ask you to do it again. Cause right. I was already out of my comfort zone for five minutes while yep. you fumbled with the iPhone camera. So, <clears throat> yep. And it, it's like, I want the picture in front of the dragon. It's not that I don't want it. I don't want people see me taking the yes, picture. Yes, yes. Yeah, I wish if everyone would go away for a minute. Can I you just, make this look like I just walked in front of it yeah. <laughs> and time it perfectly? Yep. Dude, listen to this. So, writer Kate Losey, L-O-S-S-E, proposes that between 2006 and 2009, when Facebook became more popular than MySpace, the MySpace pick 
typically an amateurish flash-blinded self-portrait, <laughs> often taken in front of a bathroom mirror, became an indication of bad taste for users of the newer Facebook social network. Early Facebook portraits, Losi claims in contrast, were usually well-focused and more formal, taken by others from a distance. <clears throat> According to Losi, improvements in design, especially the addition of a front-facing camera to the iPhone 4, uh, Instagram, blah, 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 and selfie sites such as It Is Me, I don't even know about that, <laughs> led to the resurgence of selfies in the early 2010s. Huh. So 2010 is pretty much like when selfie... The word? Yeah. The term. There's also that terrible show on Fox that I think got canceled. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. I always feel... I was kind of weird about making this podcast called This Is Everything because it's kind of an internet term, but not really. But yeah. also, I was going to say like that... I mean, maybe I can't judge because I did the same thing, but a show called Selfie, I feel has a limited run. Even if it were a good show, yeah. it's going to have a course that it runs for not too long I would or think. even just like you know at some point people will probably stop saying selfie and yeah then yeah the term selfie isn't cool anymore yeah and so why would you want to watch a, a show, show called selfie yeah yeah um yeah so you mentioned uh relevant which is a cool i guess jumping on point as far so you, for everyone not listening how's works for a church Woo. so um is that anything you want to talk about not necessarily working at a church but you, you want to talk about like church in general or how you came where you quote-unquote born into it yeah okay um because i have a very different kind of background sure um <clears throat> okay yeah so i was uh raised i have a sister who's 12 years older than me and whenever she was growing up my parents um they weren't like well they like helped out at a youth group so for a time they were like super into church but then for a time, they weren't really. So my sister grew up kind of different than me. By the time I was born and like, you know, four, five, six, seven, we just we just went to church. We just always mm -hmm. did. And um, <clears throat> a lot of people in that situation like would resent it. But I don't, for some reason, I never did. Hmm. I just I uh, you know what? Actually, I know exactly what it was when I was in like seventh grade and I was going to youth group. There was a very brief moment in time where I did resent it. Because I didn't, I didn't really f connect with the youth leader that was there. Okay. In the sense that I feel like they didn't like me. <laughs> okay. Which is understandable. I was a snot-nosed, you know, seventh grader. Yeah. Like, annoying, too much energy. And they had people there that they really liked. And so me and my friends were just kind of over here. Yeah. You know, we just yeah. We weren't, like, it wasn't for us. I'm going to be here, but I'm not going to be here. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So they... Uh, left and we got a new youth leader and he was a spaz and a <laughs> super weirdo but also like really cared about me and my friends yeah and so i i locked in and he was like he was the coolest guy uh, i mean not really but to me he was and um i learned a lot from him and so because of that i like kind of stepped in at a time when i could have stepped out hmm. um and so i was really involved in youth group um, actually, I was listening to Pete Holmes' podcast recently. Mm -hmm. If you guys want to listen to a really cool podcast, listen to State Lines. If you want to listen to a, <laughs> another really cool podcast, listen to Pete Holmes. He's a comedian, definitely not like a like a Christian podcast. However, he has on like Christian thinkers from time to time, and um, he had this guy on named Richard Rohr, who is a Catholic priest, and he was very very enlightened. Like he'll say. If I grew up in India, you know, I would have been Hindu. 
Or yeah, I, I think or, I might have listened to that episode. Yeah, it's, it was great. Yeah. Like, for a priest to admit that is really cool. Yeah. Because most priests or preachers would be like, no, at some point I yeah. would have been like, oh, no, Jesus. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe you wouldn't have. So all that to say, I think it's really good whenever you're a, a kid to have some rails. Mm-hmm. You know, something that you can run on, some some things that are forbidden. You know, not like in the sense like, oh, don't, bleh. but just just some some yeses and some nos, a, like a like a discipline. And then it's kind of like English, in the sense that you have to learn the rules before you can like kind of break them. Mm-hmm. And so, same thing with like a spiritual life or a spiritual discipline. It's good to have kind of a fundamental foundation, I think. And then as you grow older, a lot of people make what I would call the mistake of leaving whenever they start learning about philosophy or other religions. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, this is bullcrap. I'm out. Yeah. Instead, they could just be like, okay, well, I've got my foundation. Let me see you know, what things I still agree with, what things I don't. Interesting. Uh, that's, I think, the time where you make your faith your own. And it's nice to come from a place of already having a background as opposed to, let's say, you were not raised in the church at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just – it creates like a, a balanced person. It's You start off and you, things are constructed. You learn like, okay, this is the kind of person I am. And then you learn maybe you're kind of naive, so you start to deconstruct it. Yeah. But you don't leave it there. You you reconstruct after that. You like put it back together. Yeah. And this is, I totally ripped that off almost verbatim from what he said, <laughs> although I'm sure he did it a little more eloquently than I did. That's an interesting take. Um, but yeah, so I'm really glad that I that I grew up that way because then whenever I got to college and after and, and after college, and by college I mean college age because I didn't go to college. <laughs> I mean I did. They didn't know. Yeah, have to say that <laughs> I, I went kind of, and then I stopped. Um, so around then I, I just you know I wanted to keep doing what I was doing, but I just did it in a different way. So I wouldn't consider like I don't even call myself a Christian. Just because I feel like the term has been kind of co-opted by punks. I know a few a few people that are along those lines. <sighs> yeah, 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 and they just they're just judging. Oh, I'm sorry, not not like people that are punks. I know some of those people too, but I mean like what you said, like yeah. have your own personal. Yeah, thing, I, but... I usually say like Christ follower. Gotcha. It's, maybe that doesn't sound any better, but <laughs> uh, if you're if you're from Tampa, you know you probably know of Ybor City, and if you're not, Ybor City is like the party district. Tons of bars, clubs, cigar bars, really cool place. Really cool history. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, we love it. Um, that's where the church is. But most of the people that come down there that aren't familiar with Christianity, the only Christianity they know is the guy that comes down with a megaphone and like yells at people. Mm-hmm. And so I, we just try really hard not to be that. We want to, you know, be loving and open and accepting and and so yeah. So that's why I don't. Oh, I'm a Christian because then that's what they immediately think of. And yeah, I don't, don't want to be associated. It's a with weird that. divide. Yeah, I'm just always interested in in general, like, like what you said, like not necessarily putting your your belief or whatever or lack of belief or whatever it is on somebody, but I'm always interested in. It's always such a a passionate topic that I told uh, my wife Noel the other day. I really I've noticed the past. I mean, I always have, but I noticed what it was like the past like month or two. As far as music, sometimes I'll be really drawn to music that is somebody talking or singing about either their faith or their struggle in faith or whatever it is or very passionately about that or also on the other end of the spectrum do enjoy listening to music with somebody who is kind of denouncing it and has had such a hard time and straight up saying 
like what you said, like whatever. And I don't necessarily necessarily agree with either side of this argument, but music in general is such a passionate thing. And to be able or to want to put that into some form of music to have other people listen to, it means something. I'm always interested in people's takes on that kind yep. of stuff. Yeah. And um, music is art, you know, it's not necessarily like some of it is just a story and it's like taken at face value. Sure. But not all of it. Like there could be a song where a guy is talking about how he hates God and is done with them. And he's not really, it's just, it's a feeling that he had in a moment. Yeah. And so he's, he's putting, he's putting that art out there. And for us, whenever we're in that moment, you know, we can kind of appreciate it and be like, Oh, I'm not alone. Other people have felt that way. Mm -hmm. And it's just like anything. Once you get it off your chest, you can go, okay, now I can go back to how things were. Sure. And I think that's a weird, that's a weird thing too. I guess in art in general and also music, but if you make this thing, that is very definitive of how you think of a certain idea that's going to be someone's perception of what you think for a long time if you unless you make another thing that says maybe like it, it's almost where if you're not making art and doing that kind of thing you're allowed to kind of change as a person and grow up everyone changes as a person yeah. but like if you say i make a record and i'm in this headspace for this six months that i wrote this record then that's what's going to come out of that record. And then a year later, you could have different life experiences where you're like, oh, well, okay, well, everyone thinks that I'm still this guy, yeah. and it's going to be hard to break that. And you don't you kind of want to go the opposite direction and be like, no, I'm kidding. I'm taking everything back that I said. You know what I mean? Like Then it's, then you're kind of cheapening what you're doing. Yep, yep. Oh, that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so I guess going back to being an Ebor, we're – I mean, because like I said, we we met through mutual friends. We haven't really like had life talks. Did, did you grow up in Tampa? I don't know that. Yeah, about man. You. Uh, okay. I've okay. So when I was a kid, I moved like thirteen times. Oh, okay. And I literally always lived in Temple Terrace. <laughs> really? Always until until we bought. I our, thought you were a world traveler for a second. No, man. <laughs> no, always lived in Temple Terrace, which is a very small suburb in Tampa. I, there's probably there's two neighborhoods at least that I lived in two separate times. So when I was young, like my um, my dad made like <clears throat> he uh, left working for Panasonic okay. to go with a friend of his who was starting his own company, and unfortunately it just it didn't work out. So we were doing well, and then when it didn't work out, we weren't doing so well. So we had to move across the street, and then he went to a different company, and we were doing well again. So we moved back, <laughs> and then when that was crazy, <laughs> then we moved back again. <laughs> so I went from like the nice neighborhood to the crappy neighborhood. That's like, awesome. Yeah, four or five times. Um, and then, you know, my parents split when I was like in seventh or eighth grade. And, um, hmm. so then I, we, uh, I stayed with my mom and went to like a town home, um, still in Temple Terrace and yeah, I went to church in Temple Terrace, worked there, went to school there, obviously. Um, whenever I moved out on my own with friends, I stayed in, Temple, stayed in Terrace. Temple Terrace. Yeah. 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 Like I said, it wasn't until in June this past year. Now I'm, you know, almost downtown, digging almost. down here. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely a cool city. I mean, I, same as you, I've been here my whole life. I mean, I've lived kind of here, a little bit north of here, but kind of always around here, mm -hmm. and it has a lot going for it. It has some work to do as far as being a uh, an easy city to get around yeah. and do things in, but um, it's stuff being open in a certain, in like certain areas, you know what I mean? But um, but yeah, it's definitely a cool city. Yeah. What uh, what schools did you go to? I, um, so I moved up, I was born in Tampa and then 
my same as you, I mean, different time, but my parents got divorced when I was about three. So then from there, I moved up to Land Lakes, which is in Pasco County, a little bit north of Tampa, maybe like 45-ish minutes. So up there is where I went to the bulk of elementary school, middle school, and high school. So I went to high school at Land Lakes High School. Okay. And then lived, actually stayed at home, lived up there with my mom um, and my stepdad throughout college. So it just is cheaper. And it was kind of a weird com- being a commuter at a university where most people at that time, it was kind of like half and half. It was yeah. kind of of a weird university experience. But so lived at home there. And well, then just uh, the parking alone. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the leaving two hours before class just to find a parking spot. Dude. Um, but yeah, so did that. And then after actually after college is when I moved out and moved in with two of my really good buddies. And then we lived actually up in Temple Terrace near the near University of uh, South Florida. And then, uh, yeah, for about three years. And then two months ago, moved down here. And uh, that's about it. But Sweet. Yeah. But I've always had ties down here in like West Tampa because my dad and my dad's side of the family lives down here and that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. it was kind of – it was always a back and forth. So, uh, so parents, what, is, your, are you, is your background Cuban? Yeah. Well, They're yeah, on my dad's side. That's why he's in West Tampa. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. It's much more ethnic than Land of – Land of Lakes. Land of Lakes. Oh, man, that place. It has some has some good qualities, but then there's some that well, are, especially just, when you were out there, there was probably nothing there. Yeah, when I first moved out there, literally nothing. There was like we had out there. There's this huge um, shopping center now, where there's like a Publix and all this kind of stuff. When we moved out there, it was just uh, I don't even know if it was a ranch. I know they had horses. Yeah, but yeah, it was just pitch black. I yeah. was my sister and I were not happy. <laughs> we're yeah, like, my sister lives right there at Collier. Okay. Yeah, so that's we're, probably right. We were talking we're like, about. There's no lights. Like, what? <laughs> there's no. Ga- there's one gas station. Yeah, it's jamming now. My, uh, what? Like I said, I moved up there when we we're getting ready. I was getting ready to start. I think maybe like first grade, something like that. Mm-hmm. And we we're driving by, like the kind of like the cross street where the elementary school was. Oh god, yeah. It was. It was. An, it was an interesting place. Um, to grow up. Like I said, it has some. It has some perks. Like it def- definitely has some cool. I mean, it's Lando Lake, so it has lakes and that kind of, kind of that kind of stuff. But being a teenager there, not listening to country music was, oh, yeah. which I kind of enjoy looking back now because I had to, like really look for stuff that I liked. Yeah. But it was a it was a struggle, but it was cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's you can go one of two ways. You can just you know, conform and listen to country music and go cow tipping and. <laughs> Do shrooms, <laughs> <laughs> or you can find your own music and be different and do shrooms. <laughs> do your own shrooms, <laughs> right? <laughs> be your own shrooms. I wish. So this is gonna sound super dorky. Uh, it's, don't judge me. I just got into like the Smiths and like Joy Division and stuff. Okay. Um, and when when I was in school, like elementary school, middle school, high school. I was like, I was just a happy kid. I played, mm-hmm. I played sports. Um, uh, I wasn't like, you know, the prom king, but you know, I had uh, a lot of friends. But I wish that I could go back and tell myself to be weirder. Okay. Like, um, stop playing baseball. <laughs> like, start playing bass. <laughs> yeah. If I, I played tuba in high school. Okay. And I loved it. And I was, I went, I went to like a really weird school, King Huh, where. Um, our football team sucked, and our band was like really good. 
And I know it's you're, you're going to be like, bull crap. I'm a band nerd. And I'm just trying <laughs> I mean, to... I'm partial. I, I was in the band, too. Yeah, so. see? So we, we actually set a uh, record in the state for <clears throat> the most superiors in a row Okay. Um, at shows. So we had like 30 in a row, like 30 mm-hmm. years in a row. And uh, <clears throat> For those who don't know, superior is like the max score you can get. Yep. Yep. And, you know, a few years after, probably maybe five or six years after I graduated, unfortunately, the streak died. <clears throat> But we were pretty good. and um, So what you're saying is you're the source of their power? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so if I could do it all over again, I would have not played tuba. I would have played trumpet because I can't own a tuba. Why would I own a tuba? <laughs> but I could own a trumpet and I could still be playing. And all this to say, because I, you know, I, the dorky thing, I just got into the Smiths and Joy Division. I wish I could go back in time and be like, listen, kid, get into the Smiths and Joy Division or just weird like yeah. new wave yeah, stuff. Yeah. Stop just dressing like a like a whatever. And get yourself some swag, you know. Wear like button ups like all the way, and tuck them in, or just just do something to be a little weird, a little bit different. Yes, yeah. Because I was just I was just a regular kid, you know. I wore Nikes and yeah, I cargo it. shorts. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't blame you for getting into those bands later. Like I'm still, I mean, I like them, but I'm not like headlong into them. Mm-hmm. But same thing, like I was telling you earlier, like it, t- it took me active searching and finding music that kind of, that I liked. So a lot of those bands that um, I probably should have liked for a long time, I didn't pick them up until much later on. Yeah. yeah. I was fully into, you know, the grunge thing because when I was in middle school is when Nirvana hit. Okay. So like Nirvana, Pearl Jam, I really loved Smashing Pumpkins. Green, Green Day, they were great mm-hmm. when I was in middle school, mm-hmm. and I loved those bands. But I just, I was never, I felt weird about like wearing Jinkos and, <laughs> and you know, like Texaco shirts or whatever. I just, it, I didn't like it. Oh god, it's such a dumb Jinkos. Yeah, what I, a dumb fashion trend. I think I was probably, I think I was in elementary school during that, and I think I had a pair. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. And I knew they were stupid, <laughs> but I'm like, I, I guess I'm wearing these things. Yeah, I guess this is what I do now. <laughs> this is my life now, Mom. <laughs> I want these. This is everything. <laughs> it could have been a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been a lot worse. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, no, I totally hear you on that, though. Um, but my whole thing is, like what you like, and then who cares when it when it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's good advice. <laughs> Like what you like, who cares when it is? <laughs> who cares? Oh man, yeah. So I'm trying to think if there's something else to uh, state line Z to to touch on, but I think that was pretty much it. I mean, yeah, you're good. I, you're good. Nobody has touched on the um, the Star Wars trailer yet. Nobody's yeah, about and it. like I guess we should mention that um, I'll be doing another podcast. So I've been doing this one that is kind of this one is kind of more focused on state lines because kind of want to explain where we're going and what this is, but this is probably going to, this particular podcast is going to morph into something. I don't know what, <laughs> but more just conversational. Um, I'm going to have a figure to start with you and then get some other people that I know or friends or whatever, and then kind of branch out and get guests and just talk about whatever. Um, then the other Let's podcast, see if I'm we get do, DiCaprio. Yeah. I mean, he's on our short list. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get DiCaprio. He hasn't emailed me back. What the heck, bro? I mean, DiCaprio, bro. I thought it was DiCaprio 101 at, at Hotmail. I think, so. I think that's what it <laughs> I haven't heard back. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the second podcast is going to be with uh, Jason Sowell, and we're going to do that kind of like a nerdy news podcast. So. Mm-hmm. And it has the the best name ever. No, you Officially. can't make up names. 
This is off the record, not our name. The Cura for your soul. Daniel Cura and Jason Sowell. Sowell. It's, it's not that good. The Cura for your soul. But yes, the Star Wars trailer. Holy crap. Um, yeah. <laughs> apparently, and By the had, way, you're saying this as a fully built Lego Millennium Falcon sits behind you. I know what I'm about. That was the first thing I put up in the new house, too. It's, it's, it's on the glorious. mantle. Yeah, it's on the mantle next to the, a flower, uh, a Groot, <laughs> the TV with a mustache. Xbox. Yeah, you're a man with priorities. I am. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but apparently I heard that uh, th- this could be total, totally a lie. But I heard that that trailer was, like, broke the record for the most replayed YouTube video. Uh, yeah. Like, ever. Which, I mean, I totally believe. But, oh, God, it's good. I, dude, all it took was the opening, the opening, like, oh, yeah. shot. Yeah, seeing the, the Destroyer. Yeah, the yeah. Destroyer all jacked mm-hmm. up. And I was like, did you see the uh, the trailer for Rebel One that leaked? No, that one's pretty killer too. It had the same kind of kind of reveal, like panning and then seeing the not the destroyer, but this one's the Death Star. Okay, it's it's pretty killer. It's it, it's a now, good time to be alive. Forgive my nerd cred. Is that one of the one off movies they're doing? Or is that yeah, I didn't know until I saw the trailer. Okay. So it leaked from the convention, but essentially. They're going to do... It's like Gareth Evans is doing it or something? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially they're going to do the main movies with uh, episode 7 coming out. But then they're going to do, like you said, the standalone. So this one actually goes back and is between... I think it's between the prequels and the original trilogy. Okay. And it doesn't have... This whole thing is like there's kind of like no Jedis. It's just getting the plans for the Death Star. Nice. So... It's, it's supposed to be pretty cool. I didn't know this. Um, well, I, I guess I didn't know it, but I didn't <laughs> remember it. I wrote... I mean, let's see. what the, When did this come out? June 23rd, 2013. On State Lines, I wrote an article called Casting Star Wars. I guess like that's about the time that they announced that they were um, going to do some new ones. Mm-hmm. And so I wrote this little little thing... Because there was, like, no information. You yeah. Didn't, you didn't know who was who yeah. or what was what. So, just for fun, young man, early 20s, not classically handsome. He is witty <laughs> and smart, physically fit. I chose Dane DeHaan, who's awesome, but obviously he did not get picked. I think that must be the John Boyega role. Maybe. He's, I mean, I don't know who else the young yeah. man would be. <laughs> Not classically. I, that could be Adam Driver. What a backward, backhanded compliment that is. We want a guy who could look good. Yeah. But Maybe most people, Adam Driver. at first glance, people were like, man, that guy does not look good. Yeah. And then for man, I chose Ben Foster. But I did say he may be a bit too boyish. <laughs> <laughs> Young woman. Man boy. I chose Haley Steinfeld from um, True Grit. Okay. She was great in that. I haven't really seen mm-hmm. her in much else. Um, and I don't even know who they who – they, Daisy something. I don't even know her last yeah. name. Yep. Young woman number two, Zoe Kravitz. She's cool. Hmm. Uh, I, I don't know if there's a young woman number two role. <laughs> um, I hope they have names at this point. <laughs> yep. Man 40-ish. <laughs> I chose Walton Goggins. Oh, man. From um, – Force is strong with Man 40-ish. Yeah. What's the, uh, what's the show? Uh What's the show with him? It just ended. 
I don't know. Um, like I said, I'm behind on so much R- TV. Ra- Raylan. Oh, what's the show? Doles was doing the recaps for it. Somebody's yelling at their computer right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's if like, anybody's what's, listening what's at this the point. the show? Crap. Oh, well. Man. If only you weren't holding a mini computer in your hand as you were well, reading I'm already, this. <laughs> yeah, I'm already looking at this. Man 30-ish, I chose some guy named Ben Weeshaw. I don't even know who that is. At the time, I must I must have been. Oh, he was Q from the latest Bond flick. Mm. And for Man 65 to 75, I chose Edward James Olmos. <laughs> <laughs> I'd see it. Yep. And then uh, for Man Sexy, I chose Daniel Cura. Well, clearly. I guess, should we mention the fact that... Oh, you should mention <laughs> That's why I said that. I gave you a perfect lead-in. That, um, so I sent in an audition tape for Star Wars. Yeah, you did. And I'd officially like to tell everybody that <laughs> I didn't make the movie. <laughs> At this but... point, it's safe to <laughs> it's safe. say. Um, uh, no. Yeah, because they did that open casting. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to get this, but I know Haas has a, a nice video camera, so I'll read these really bad lines and uh, send in a, a headshot to Hollywoodland. Yep. Who do you th- do you think you were going out for? Not classically handsome. <laughs> I hope so much. <laughs> or um, that just means I'm I'm classically handsome, and like oh, that that guy won't work. That's right. Yeah, you were too classically handsome. Yeah. They're like he's too much of a. Uh... Thanks for letting me down, Easy House. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't even remember his name anymore because he's not in pop pop culture right now. Too much of a Taylor Lautner. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, man. He's he's gone. He's gone. You're not gonna have anybody saying that to you anymore. Um, thank God. Yep. So, yeah, man. Hey, so it could be a lot worse. <laughs> it could be a lot worse. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I guess that's probably a good place to wrap it up. I actually have to get out the door for uh, my sister's birthday party. So A, a quinceañera. Times, I don't know if she'll be mad at me, but times two. She's turning 30. Ooh. <laughs> so. Nice. So, yeah, it should be fun. So, quinceañera. <laughs> <laughs> Quince squared. Quinta squared. Um, all right, man. Well, thanks for episode one. Uh, we will get this up, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how see how it goes from here. I'm excited to see what happens. Could be worse. <laughs> it could be a lot worse. A lot worse. Boss, everybody's done.